Welcome back to another episode of the Double Knotted Podcast. I am your host, Colin Riquez. I'm always joined by my guy, my co-host, Anthony Torres. How are we feeling today? I am feeling pretty great, man. Pretty great. As per always, excited to record this one. How are you feeling? Dude, I'm feeling good. I got my coffee, got my little Danish ready, and I'm ready to get into it, Torres, for Danish, sure. No, but um, It's going to be a relaxing episode, I see. It's going to be nice and calm today, nice and calm, but last episode, and I do want to th- give a shout out to everybody who tuned in last week's episode, Sneaker Stories. Such a killer. We dropped so many gems that episode. If you haven't tuned in yet, definitely tune in because you're missing out on a great episode. Torres talked about how he came up on the Red Supreme Foams. Yeah, great shoe. It's it, I don't I don't I don't want to say it was my episode, but you were killing it with your stories. Like just uh, to go into you. that pictures of Travis Scott, how he got mm-hmm. that, and then mm-hmm. the acquisition and sale of the famed Chicago Off White one. Yes, sir. Well, you know you you were uh, you were killing it, doing great, man. Yeah, but you know today's episode, you know I'm gonna take a step back. This week is definitely for Torres. I think he definitely got the gems this week. He's going to lead us to the finish line today. But before we get into the episode, um, Torres, you're a local celebrity now, bro. I mean, was I, was I spotted in the wild? Yes. Um, quick story. Went to Starbucks, got a little, uh, little drink, a little, little pick-me-up, strawberry acai, light lemonade, no ice, because, okay. you know, that's a killer right there on the pocket. Mm-hmm. That's a tip. The ice, that's a tip bro, right there. Put the ice in there, you got no drink. You got to go no ice. No ice <laughs> No ice with ice on the side. Come on. Okay. And then someone's like, um, you do the double knot podcast, right? And I'm like, uh, yeah. He's like, oh, my friend told me to listen to it. I listened to it. It was really good. And I was like, oh, my God. What's up, man? <laughs> it, it, was, it, was, it was an incredible, incredible. My yep. sister was there, and I was just like, I don't want to say it, Alyssa. Oh, my sister's name is Alyssa, by the way. And I was okay. like, I don't want to say it, but. I think I'm famous. That is so dope. Yo, shout out to the barista. Did you get his name? Did you get their name? Uh, no. I know. No, it's all right. No. It's all right. But if they do tune in, I want to give you a shout out personally for tuning in and spotting Torres in the wild. But yo, that is so sick. And like, it's so dope because like people tell us through message or like they like give us a call and they let me know, yo, the podcast episodes are dope. But then to hear it in person hits a little differently. Right, Torres? 100%. 100%. Yeah, but before we did uh, record this episode, something did happen, actually. And I'm fangirling a little bit because I posted the clip of uh, the Wale story on my personal uh, Twitter. And a couple minutes after, Wale retweeted it and quoted it. And I was like, whoa, this is wild. And the people were going crazy. Like, my phone actually overheated. I had to flip it and not even look at the screen anymore because of how crazy it was. But... It just shows that, like, if you produce quality content, if you produce, like, great stories, people will see it. Even Wale saw it. So I was really hyped over that. Absolutely crazy. You said it to me, and I was like, this freaking guy just telling my story (laughs) continually. Oh, man. Yeah, man. But I'm talking about the off-whites, right? Your Mm -hmm. off-white ones in Chicago's. Mm -hmm. Yes. Little news dropped. Rumored. I don't know. I don't know. Do we want to consider it a rumor or is it, is it, is it for sure? Well, well, Virgil drops an image censored products mm-hmm. and it says it's pending. So is it a rumor or are pending means, are we loading something soon? Like, are we expecting something later in the year? Open Maybe another 10? Open to interpretation. I mean, I, mean, I, I don't know, but we, we do know what shoes is, is, uh, is being shown. Yes, we know. We know. 
Correct. How, and that's how, that Air Jordan one. The one. So you you like the one? I like the one. That you know what it was when he did that um, museum exhibit when he showed like the different samples. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Out of all the samples that he shown, the Air Jordan one looked really good. It was like the white with the canary yellow. I mean, did you see the the, the bread one he did the bread four? That I saw. That looks amazing. That looks very like, clean. I mean, that one sort of whoo, whoo. Mm -hmm. Between that and and the actual like sand colored off by four that drop even though i'll never be able to afford that but who knows who knows maybe if i listen to this episode i will just saying but um yeah. not 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 to uh shout the future but the dunks i actually really did like those futural ones yes those are weird. very nice i i remember when it was it was like in first rumored that he was doing the off-white dunk those pictures mm. dropped before the unlv the michigan state and the michigan pair that he did right. you know in those three so i i remember like when, when they first I first saw them, loved mm -hmm. them. So I, I still need them, even yeah, though I thought the FL stand for Florida at the time. <laughs> but no one needs to know about that. Now they do know about it, Torres. Yeah, now they do know about it. But yo, regardless, you know, of it, you know, being a nice shoe, it will be a hard cop. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's gonna be tough. Off it's gonna is be off tough. limits sometimes, you know. Off white is off limits. That is yeah. a fact. You know how it is, but hey, man. Sometimes we're going to have to take the hit, pay those resale prices. Yeah, but yeah. hopefully if you stay tuned with this episode, we can definitely make that a little bit easier for you, exactly. right? Of course. But one thing I do want to add, something that is not pending and something that is not a rumor is the new Nike SB Street Hawker. Yes. Really. Designed by Jason Dang. Really? Ooh. Now, Torres, I, I want to take it back though because you know me, I'm not very into like the loud sneakers, but I give this one a pass because of the storytelling oh, pass as in like a pass. Okay. I thought you were like, like, a, like it's good in my book. Like it's good got in my book. Got you. I would like but, to say that I have a little bit of a little, little bit of blame for that for you. I'm just saying you're uh, coming you're, over to the loud side. You know what it is? I, I, we talk sneakers so much and like the stuff you show me, the stuff I show you, like, I'm like, Oh man, this is, this is kind of loud. But then I'm like, Oh, I could live with that. Mm -hmm. And then you show me this and I'm just like, Ooh, yeah. this is nice. But besides it being a very loud sneaker, the storytelling is what's crazy. Did you see on the sneakers app they did the behind the sign, that behind the design segment on it? Yes, I thought it was so crazy. Like basically, every portion of the shoe had purpose. Yes, which yes. I thought was so dope. Like we can basically spend a whole episode talking about this sneaker and the design aspect. But one thing that really stood out to me was on one of the swooshes, because both shoes aren't the same. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One of the swooshes resemble chopsticks because the shoe is inspired by Chinese cuisine. Yeah. I mean, because I, I watched it also, it was the, the flower based food was on one, one of the shoes. And mm -hmm. then the swoosh was like that dark grain wood like swoosh, which resembles mm -hmm. chopsticks. The other one is... I believe he said foods that make your mouth tingle, something like your taste buds tingle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that one yeah. has a metallic silver swoosh on that shoe, mm -hmm. which is for forks. Right. Which is just sick. Yeah. One thing that's crazy, though, and I do want to add is that um, he designed six different watercolor paintings mm -hmm. to represent six cities and six different foods of China. So it's a mixture of bean curd, milk, and fried circle, um, hot pot, um, pita bread soaked with lamb soup, 
plain noodles, roasted goose, and shaved ice with taro balls. Like, my mouth is salivating. Yeah, I have no idea what any of that stuff is. <laughs> it's fire, yo. I got to take you, bro. I got to, we got to, once this is over, we're going to Chinatown and I'm going to take you around. I'm, I'm right. going to put you on game. I'll put I'm you ready. on game. I'm but ready. I don't know if you knew this and this is just, we're not going to spend the whole episode talking about the sneaker, but did you see what the laces represented Torres, the spare laces that came with the shoe? Yes, I did. Oh my goodness. Sick. Yes. So the shoe comes with four different laces. Um, each lace represents an essential seasoning in Chinese cuisine. So you got the green laces that represent the shallots. You got the tan laces that represent ginger. And you got the white that represent the garlic. And you got the black laces that represent black pepper. If that doesn't get down to the details, I know. And what I, gets like, down to the details? We have people who, who aren't necessarily massively into sneakers listening to the podcast. I know that listening to a shoe with that much design, you, you got to see what that looks like, right? Mm-hmm, you got to yeah. see what that looks like. So yeah. for those people, Street Hawker, Nike, it, it, it's an SB, right? It is an SB, yes. Okay, it is an SB. SB. It's coming out uh, January 22nd on the Sneakers app. I know that um, some boutiques are getting them tomorrow. They're releasing tomorrow, actually, on the 14th on, that fri- on Friday. Mm-hmm. So sneakers will be the last ones to go get, um, I guess, the release. But I'm hoping I get a pair. Um, I've been very lucky on the Sneakers app. So sneaker gods, please help me. Please help me that day. Two times, two times, please. (laughs) Um, In other news, we have our second installment of our IG Reel little segment going on. What's the word? What's the word? Yo, shout out to the people who, who listened in on the first one. The first one was dope. Torres killed it. I mean, eh. Getting better? Getting better? We're gonna, we got a better one this week? This, this, this is, I don't know. I don't know. I just do my thing, see what happens. All right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not here but to But Torres, try. Torres, what is the word for this week, though? What is the word is dead stock. Dead stock? Yes. Well, dead stock? Yes. Dead, dead stock. stock. Okay. Okay. You might be thinking, okay. is that a stocking with no life in it? No, it is not. No, it's Tune not. Tune in to see what it is. For sure. For sure. Definitely. And where can we find this? Um... On our Instagram. On, it's, on, our, on our Instagram. Instagram. <laughs> on our Instagram. I got your back, Torres. That's why I'm here. I got your back. I, I got your back. Just, but before we do begin, I do want to give a big shout out. Um, the past two weeks, our designs on our Instagram, our um, art page, is actually made by my homegirl, Kay, mm-hmm. who she's been killing the designs. Yes, absolutely. So I just want to take time to give a shout out to her and like the time she puts in uh, with us and she deals with um, my constant critiques, <laughs> but she definitely kills it every single time. So I just want to give a big shout out to Kay. Yes, big and thank you for me as well. And I think they are so fire. Hopefully you mm-hmm. listen to this and hear, hear us. Oh, definitely. She's always tapped in. She's always tapped into the podcast, but Torres, it's been a while. Uh-huh. It's been a while, Torres. Uh-huh. And I haven't asked this question Mm-hmm. Ever since I'd probably say the first or second episode. Mm-hmm. Have you copped any shoes recently? Mm. What's so, mm? I'm I'm not, you know, I, ha- I had a tough day the other day. Not going to lie. You know, had to get through it. And I ended up just, you know, doing that, uh, that good old shopping therapy. Okay. So I, I picked, a, I, I, it wasn't an impulse buy because I've wanted it for a long time. Finally got my revenge. And, you know, if you listen to that episodes, you know what shoot is already. But for the people who didn't listen, who is, what was it? It's the Strange Love Dunk. I bought that Congratulations. one. Congratulations. Congratulations. You know, it, it's, it's beautiful. It hasn't came in yet, though. I, I'm still waiting. Mm. But, yeah, it just helped me get through that rough day. 
Then I got home. Then my parents were talking about it again. So I was like, oh my, stop. All right. And then I bought another shoe. <laughs> so, you, yes. so you bought two pairs in one day. Yeah, man. Sometimes you just need it just to help you out. So okay. I got the, uh, the CoJP Atmos mismatched dunk, which is like one of them's navy blue and gray. The other one's gray, navy blue. One resembles Very. the I think 2001 Atmos dunk that they did. The other shoe is the Air Force. Mm-hmm. Really cool shoe. Stupid rare. It's like Japanese right. exclusive. So now we're boys, Torres, and mm-hmm. you know we're on the podcast. We want to give the listeners some insight on these pairs. Mm-hmm. Was it a bag? I mean, yeah. Not gonna lie, it was. It was a lot of money because it hurt a little bit. I mean, did it hurt? I mean, I was prepared for it, so it wasn't that bad. Okay, but, you were prepared. All right. You know, my, my pockets were a little lighter. I can say that. A little lighter. Okay. You know? All right. But I know that a lot of people who are tuning in, like the thought of buying two sneakers, especially at that rarity and at that price, mm-hmm. um, it's kind of absurd to them. Like they're thinking like, yo, like how can this person buy two shoes in one sitting, which probably somebody only buys two shoes a year. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, even just to go back on last episode, you sold a beat pair of shoes for $3,500. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, like not for nothing, the shoes we talk about, they're expensive. They're up there. Yes, they're very expensive. And what's crazy is that a lot of the shoes that we talk about on this podcast, they're relatively sold out everywhere. Yeah. But the only place, and I'll use this term very lightly, that it's in stock is the aftermarket. Mm-hmm. And with the aftermarket, you have to deal with the high fees. You have to deal with not the brand making the pricing, it's the resellers making the pricing. Yeah. And if you really want the sneaker, you'll try anything in your power to go get that sneaker. Mm-hmm. And this episode today is dedicated to creative ways on how we can get that extra revenue to get those sneakers. Yeah, 100%. Because I mean, I, like, I know, like, if they're, say, a younger listener might be mm-hmm. looking at, you know, something, oh, that's a shoe I'll never have, it's too expensive. I never want that to happen. There's always a route you can take, you know, to, mm-hmm. to secure that pair, however difficult it may be. Yep. Yep. When there's a will, there's always a way. But who's, we're, we're happy will? to... Sh- Who's Will? Will who's Smith? Will? <laughs> <laughs> but no, like seriously, like what Torres is saying is that there'll always be an opportunity. It's just you got to put a little bit of the work in. So we actually sat down and we thought of ways and we use these personal ways to get extra revenue towards sneakers. Okay. Keep in mind, um, just a disclaimer, um, these ways, we're not resellers. We're not resellers. You know, Uh, I mean, I mean, I do resell a lot. I don't want to like, I don't want to be labeled as a reseller, but like inevitably I buy a lot of things and I sell Mm -hmm. them, which essentially I guess I'll label myself as a reseller. I really don't want to, but just to be mm-hmm. transparent. Okay. That's what I'm doing a lot. But I mean, I am not cold hearted to the sneaker culture though. I think that's a big thing. How mm-hmm. I'm still very much in it. All the money I get goes back into sneakers. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I don't know. Oh God. I just feel bad now. <laughs> no, nah, don't feel bad, Torres. We're spitting knowledge today. You know, definitely um using these tips and tricks will definitely um help you explain help you gain more revenue and to getting sneakers. So Torres, you want to start us off? Let's start us off. What's, what's creative way. Talk to me, spit some game to us. hundred percent. So, I mean, 
like just acquiring sneakers has been such a struggle for me pretty much my whole life just from a money aspect of it and definitely in the past you know couple years couple months you know pretty pretty recent times i've definitely gotten a lot better at acquiring money to buy these shoes so first one i want to hit off is the typical when you hear sneaker reseller i just want to like cover that which is you know getting those releases Mm-hmm. To me, that like I don't, I haven't mastered that. I don't know how it works. I know that there's people that like will go into local stores buy like Jordan One Mids, One Lows, but they're only making like six bucks. I I don't know if they do something that I don't. But when you put that in and calculate it, it comes out like six seven dollars. Mm-hmm. You know they'll have a sick picture with like forty five boxes behind them, but then it's like, <laughs> wait, you only made like seven dollars. It's like, hmm, but, interesting. I yeah. thought that they would make more. From, from doing that technique where they're just going into a foot locker or foot action. And because it's an Air Jordan 1 and that's what's kind of hot right now, I thought they would make more money off of that. Yeah, I mean, to, to, to be honest, maybe they do. I don't really know. A lot of people that I've talked to that do this, really, they literally say I've made $4 on each pair I'm buying. And I'm just like, why are you doing that? <laughs> yeah, so I mean, there's that route with the occasional sneakers win. You could enter, you know, 9,000 raffles. We know how that ends. Usually you don't win mm-hmm. any. Yeah, But just an alternative that I do is, um, right now it's COVID, so it's a little more difficult, mm-hmm. but let go and let go just got acquired by OfferUp, but OfferUp, I guess we'll go, is like sort of like a, a app marketplace with local mm-hmm. people that you can meet up okay. with. All right. So that's a route that I definitely, I used to do a lot more of it right now. I'm sort of slowed down just because of, you know, COVID times. Mm-hmm. But you could find really crazy things in there. Okay. And there's always something. I remember I used to just sit down at night and I wouldn't stop until I found at least one thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, prices are negotiable. You could message the buyers, talk to them, meet up with them. If mm-hmm. you're going to do it now, definitely wear a mask. But mm-hmm. it's, it, it's, it's sort of cool because you need to be creative when searching. Because, mm-hmm. like, I remember, like, one instance – there was the pair ended up being fake, but it's a good example. There was a pair of baby, um, baby bear dunks okay. on there. So now, obviously, you know, I'm sort of into shoes. So I look at that. It should say baby bear dunk. No, it was like some parent selling a shoe and it said fuzzy Nikes. <laughs> so you got to get creative with your search engines. You know what I mean? Right. Like you can't just be thinking like, oh, if it's a nice shoe, it's going to be under a nice shoe. No. You know, no. you might even say sneakers, Nike sneakers, running sneakers, mm-hmm. basketball shoes, you know, stuff like that. Right. So you just got to mm-hmm. get creative in that aspect and just never stop looking because there's always something. Definitely. Right. That, that was a rule. There's always something. Right. Can you, um, can, what was a pickup that you got off of Let Go Torres? Uh, like a memorable actually, pickup off that app. I'll, I'll just dive into a quick story about it. Hit me. Let's so go. I remember I was, this, this is one of the times I was like, I'm not stopping until I find something. Mm-hmm. so i was just going nothing going nothing going nothing. after like maybe an hour hour and a half i, I messaged a ton of people but no- nothing i was really too crazy about i saw a pair of lebron eight lows the sprites so to me that's a really really nice shoe a shoe that i a want. solid pair that's yeah. a very solid pair it was my size 10 and a half granted it was an eight so i needed an 11 so it didn't fit but whatever mm-hmm. um i messaged the guy and i was like 25 bucks definitely so i was like yo when can you meet up like are you free whenever um he so he's oh yeah definitely uh just give me like 10 minutes and i'll let you know when we can meet up never responded back to me 
a day passed. He's like, oh, my bad. Could you meet up tomorrow morning? So I was like, word. So I went, this was out in Hempstead. He was so a little far okay. for me. You know, okay. it, that's about like a 45, 40 to 45 minute drive for me. Okay. But so I went out with my friend and, you know, I, I'm, I'm already sketched out. Cause like Hempstead sort of like a eh area, you know, so I'm mm-hmm. on high alert. I don't want to, you know, get jumped by accident. So you right, know, right. I'm just right. like, so you're, getting, you're feeling anxious. You're feeling a little exactly. bit anxious. Okay. This guy pulls up really nice Jeep. And then, um, oh, actually, I, I didn't mention this part. So I messaged him. I was like, are you selling anything else? And he's like, I'll bring a couple extra pairs of other things I'm selling just to show you. Okay. So he ends up showing me he had like, he opens his trunk. So I'm already scared. <laughs> like what's in the trunk? But it was fine. So he shows me the LeBrons and then he's got a pair of, like Olympic fives, you know, Jordan, really nice condition and all that. So I was like, okay, a pair of uh, Air Forces. Um, and then he had some Prada shoes. And I was like, all right, that's weird but okay he's like yeah you know i just came across a ton of shoes so you know and then he asked me if i resold shoes and i know that's like a sensitive subject for some people because you know they hear oh you resell shoes all right pay me triple right i was like "Eh, i'm just really into shoes which at the time i was because i was getting those shoes for myself Mm -hmm. and he's like okay i have a ton of shoes at my house like if if you just want to check them out so he gave i gave him my phone number i was like yeah definitely just show me some pictures we'll talk about a price work something out so, you know, I'll get back in my car. I'm happy, excited, can't wait. Okay. And then, like, I leave. Five minutes goes by, and he messes me. And he's like, yo, you're still in the area. If you want to come into my garage and check it out, you know, <laughs> like, I'm ready. I'm, I live down the block if you want to come by. So, you know, I, the, the, my friend, I was like, no, we're not doing that. That's a bad situation. And I was like, hell no, we're doing it. <laughs> we're doing it. Yeah so oh the, my god yeah so i ended up doing it. i get to the guy's house you know regular house i go into his garage definitely super sketchy <laughs> but he had hundreds of shoes hundreds of shoes so out of the hundred did you see anything that caught your eye that you were like whoa how did you get these or I like saw a ton okay black cement threes he probably the best shoe arguably one of the best shoes i've ever seen in my life it was the DJ Clark Kent, Burroughs Pack, Queens, Air Force One. Wow. Like, when I tell you guys this shoe is just off the charts, it's incredible. Granted, everything was a size 11. I'm a 10 and a half, and, like, I can't I, – I don't do that. I need the shoe to fit me perfectly, especially with an mm-hmm. Air Force, you need, like, a size 10. But he had tons of stuff. So I'm like, like, is this all yours or what? And he's like, he um, buys foreclosed houses. And he ended up buying this house from a drug dealer, he told me. And he was like, you know what, just take the shoes, whatever. So, yeah, so he, the company he, work, he, he owns, a ton of the workers already took stuff. And this is what was left over. Oh, so, my God. Yeah, so all those shoes are in wrong boxes. Like, nothing's matched up. And I'm reading the boxes to see, like, what other people took. Oh, my God. It hurt, man. <laughs> like, You're like, I should have known you earlier. Like, yeah, I would have cle- no. brought a U-Haul truck with me. Bro, he had one of the craziest shoes, the box for it. It was the the Maze 7, which is the, the white Jordan. It's a woman's from like 2000-something. Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely crazy. My size, woman's 12. I was like, oh, I need the shoe. But Okay. Yeah, so now, how many, up, how many pairs did you get, Torres, from that, that time, garage? I got 22 pairs. And we, I, I like talked them down. It was $15 each. Yeah. So it came out to, to whatever that was. I was like, I'm going to go to the bank, and I'll be right back. So I, that was all my car could fit at the time too. So I just packed it oh, out, boxes my on top of boxes, you know. And then 
I hit him up and be, well, I didn't hit him up. Cause he told me, he's like, I'm gonna go back to the house, see what else I can grab. And then, you know, I'll let you know. So then like a couple days goes by and I'm like, did you end up going? He's like, uh, yeah, no, nah, they took everything. So it was whatever. So I was like, okay, I could come by again and, you know, I'll do like a second round. Cause there was some stuff I didn't take. Mm-hmm. So this time my plan was, you know what, let me just take all of it. And so what he also had was a ton of Gucci, Prada, Louis Vuitton shoes. Granted, okay. this was a language I don't speak. You know, I don't know if they go for money, if they don't. So mm-hmm. I just bought all of it. Like, oh my God. All of it. Yeah. And wow. you know, I got some crazy things. Apparently the Gucci shoes I got were like really expensive because they were like vintage pairs. Mm-hmm. I ended up giving them to one of my friends. He loves them. But um, yeah, no, just like that because... It was just a sick story in general because I came across yeah. some heat, heat. Yeah. Know, a lot of older Air Forces. Um, there was the Jones Beach Air Force, which is, yeah, pretty sick. That's pair. amazing. Yeah. I remember that pair. Mm-hmm. I remember that. And I'm like, yeah. I wanted that shoe so badly, but I just never knew where to get it. Mm-hmm. And by the time I knew where to get the shoe, I was like, oh, it's sold out. Yeah. But that's so cool. That's wow. That's a really cool story. But so I'm assuming you don't have any of the shoes left from that whole story. Well, like you actually, let them all go. I have a bag filled with shoes because he had some shoes that were owned that didn't have the right or the left. Oh, but they were sick. So I was like, you know, I'm still taking them, whatever. Because mm-hmm. part of that uh, DJ Clark Kent pack, he had the Brooklyn pair. Okay. Which was just, oh my God. And I was like, yo, I'm going to hang this up on my wall. It doesn't matter. That. And he had like a red bottom, uh, whatever what brand is the red, Christian Louboutin. The Louboutins, yep. Yeah, but he only had one. So I was like, you know, I'll still take it. So I got a bag filled with Air Forces and all types of stuff. But yeah, mm-hmm. I ended up getting like 40, 50 shoes. And wow. Yeah. So just a story like that. Really cool dude, too. But um, one definitely way. Not, definitely not up my route. You know, yeah. that is so sketchy for me. Like, yeah, the, the fact yeah. of meeting up. Yeah. And then like, um, then the guys be like, yo, just come to my house. And then I'm just, and I'll be like, whoa, no, no, bro. Like I just came for the shoes. You know <laughs> yeah, what no, I mean? I'm good, bro. I'm good. But you took the risk mm-hmm. and you know, you definitely benefited from it. But I do suggest people who are listening, if you are going to do meetups, don't go by yourself, definitely bring a friend. Yeah. Or if you're going to be by yourself, definitely be in a public area, maybe like a mall mm-hmm. or like in a busy um, area in itself. Cause nowadays you don't know, cause sneakers are very valuable nowadays. And like, you know, you took your time and you invested your time to get the shoe you're trying to resell or you're investing your time to get, and you know, you want to be safe doing it. So if you're going to be doing that, definitely be safe and um, bring a friend, bring a friend, strength in numbers. Yeah, just be safe about it. And if it's, if it's too good to be true, guess what? It's too good to be true. So. It's too good to be true. Oh, yeah. But that's definitely a rare story that you can definitely hold on to. And you definitely got a good inventory of shoes that you were able to um, create revenue to build your collection. Am I right? Exactly. Exactly. And I'm super thankful for that because that allowed mm-hmm. me to get so many other shoes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. I'm, I'm, I'm very opposite of what Torres' story is. Um, I'm pretty traditional, you know, I work a regular nine to five job. Um, I get paid every two weeks. Some months I get paid three times a month. But um, normally how I guess my basis on how I get sneakers is um, from my regular salary job, you know, I'll put, you know, maybe like $200 on the side, you know, and then by the end of the month, I'll have like $400 left over to, you know, buy on sneakers or clothes. It's pretty, you know, pretty straightforward, nothing too crazy. Um, it fluctuates sometimes if I want to do overtime or, you know, anything in regards to that. But 
the money that I primarily use to buy my sneakers is actually my side hustle, which if you peep last episode, it's photography. So some of the gigs I use, I use that majority money for, you know, my clothing, uh, going out and most majority sneakers. So definitely one way that I would suggest to try to get money is definitely get a side hustle. You know, maybe something as, you know, if you're good at photography, definitely start taking photos. It could be anything like product photography, weddings, Mm -hmm. um, and social media is great. You know, reach out to like small businesses like, hey, I'm a photographer. I do product shots. And then like if your work is really good and they like it, they'll pick you up and definitely pay you for it. Yeah. And I think the best thing about that option, you enjoy photography, right? Oh, I love it. I love it. So, you know, do something that you enjoy, that you're passionate about. And mm-hmm. it's helping you, you know, secure more pairs of shoes. It's just like mm-hmm. a win-win because, you know, it's like personal therapy at the same time. Exactly. And you're making some exactly. money. Like, I'm, like what I said, you know, my, my way of getting shoes is a little bit different than Torres. Um, one story I will share, though, is this. Um, through photography, of course, like, I met a lot of cool people, a lot of friends. And one thing I will say, and I, this is a tip in itself, especially in today's culture, definitely make friends with the resellers. <laughs> No, sir. I'm being serious. I'm being serious. Make friends with the resellers because you don't know how these guys get their pairs and they will get their pairs. I remember this one time, my boy, shout out to him. I'm not going to mention his name. He knows who he is. Um, he would always hit me up and ask, yo, Kyle, can you come down and take family portraits of my uh, family for these parties? And he'll be like, oh, I'll pay your day rate or I can give you a pair of sneakers. So I was like, okay, um, how about this? Let me just do the gig. Let me, you know, do the photos that you need for the party. And then we'll talk about it later. And he's like, all right, cool. So during that time, the shoe that I wanted was the uh, Sakai Waffle. Great shoe. Great shoe. Great shoe. And I, you know, I'm the person that if you're going to say like, oh, I can get this, I'll be like, oh, do you remember that time when you told me like, oh, I needed something and then you can get it for me? Well, I asked him, I said, yo, bro, are you getting these Sakai's? And he's just like, what size you need, Kyle? And I was like, 10 and a half. And he's like, give me two weeks. <laughs> so after the event, I give him the photos. And two weeks later, he's like, oh, Kyle, you want to pull up? I have your Sakai's. And I was like, I didn't even question. I was like, sure. And he's like, yeah, this is cool for the payment, right? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> so I, I checked it out. Everything was legit. And I was just like, wow, I just photographed family portraits for a pair of Sakai's like I thought it was really cool but yeah definitely like I know like I'm not saying everybody go make friends with the resellers because that's going to happen but just because he's my boy he looked out for me for that so I do want to give a shout out to him yeah I mean definitely just in the in the the sneaker world just networking talking to as many people as possible Mm -hmm. dude I, I like it's good for you but at the same time it's also fun like oh yeah just like before it's, it's fun and it's making you money but like having friends you can talk to them about sneakers and you know when 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 you could help people out that you know that's that's also mm-hmm. yeah. great feeling. and the thing too is they understand like yeah. they understand that like they're looked upon like down upon yeah like like they, when they when you see them with like the ikea bag on yeah, release IKEA day bag. <laughs> the infamous ikea bag yeah especially in new york city like they band together like it's not just one reseller it's like a couple people and then like they would dominate like the, the four corners of Soho where like it's like Kith, um, what's it called? Like Flight Club, like everything, like all the boutiques there, like they would dominate those corners and all you saw were like the Ikea bags. And I was like, oh yeah, I know who they are. It's okay. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's, that's probably like 
my creative ways are like, I'm pretty, you know, simple with getting the shoes. You know, I'll raise the money for it because collections don't happen overnight. It never happens overnight. Very, very true. Very true. It never, not unless you're like a rapper or you have like money coming out the faucet. Like it can't happen overnight. It, it happens through the years. It happens through, you know, learning through sneakers. Like it doesn't happen overnight. It never did. Never does. Mm-hmm. And I'll keep it straight up. Beautifully said. Absolutely mm-hmm. beautifully said. But Torres, I want to know, give me another, give the listeners another reason, like right. a creative way to boost that revenue for sneakers. All right. So this one, you've probably heard people do it. Um, some, this is another thing. I'm, it's just so much fun for me that I, I, I used to do primarily just for myself. Now I'm doing it to generate a little bit of money on the side is thrifting. Thrifting. Yes. So, you know, I, I usually hit about, you know, five to six thrifts on a given thrift day. So, okay. you know, the thing about thrifting is all about reps. You're not going to go to a thrift store one time and find something, you know, crazy. Mm-hmm. So it's all about reps and you can't get down yourself. Like if three <laughs> stores don't have nothing, the fourth, the fifth one might have something. Okay. So, you know, you just gotta now, I have them. a couple of questions because I'm not a big thrifter. Okay. Yeah. So you're hitting six stores in one day. That's what, that's what you're doing. Yes. Do you have an initial goal in mind or a product that you're looking for? And you're like, all right, I got to find this product because I know that this will help me sell. Well, the thing, the thing about that is like, I always tell my mom that she used to train me for this because we, my <laughs> mom loved Marshalls and I don't know if you've been to Marshalls or anybody listener wise, oh, I you love never Marshalls. know what you're going to get. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You never know what you're going to get. So it's the same thing with the thrift store. Like if you see it, you, you know, you like it, you buy it. You know, I could spend $500 on a given day. I could spend $70, you know, just one of those things. But I do know that there is a lot of people that, you know, attempt this and it doesn't really work. So like same thing with the sneaker reselling, like sort of the stereotypical way to do that thrifting is finding vintage. Mm-hmm. So, you know, finding stuff, you know, 2000s, 90s, occasional 80s. I don't think that works. I think this is really difficult. And when you do find things, it's usually hard to flip. Yeah, that's where, you know, the big hitters are. But mm-hmm. it's for, for me, at least, this is, just, this is just my opinion. I don't know. Other people, I, I do know other people that find crazy stuff all the time. Yep. For me, it just doesn't happen. So before I was doing the, the vintage stuff and I'd maybe pick up two, three things a given trip. Now I focused on different types of pants and hoodies. Okay. I think those move. And particularly Nike hoodies. Mm. Doesn't really have to be anything crazy. As long as Nike's on there, somebody's gonna buy it. If you if you could, you know, buy it for like five, six, seven dollars, sell it for twenty-five. I, I use Depop Poshmark. Okay. You know, there's your little bit of money. Cause it's all about the little wins and consistency. You do that mm. 10, 20, 30 times, obviously it's gonna add up. Same thing with pants. Um, I actually got the pants idea. I know a, uh, I follow at least he's a, he's a, like a vintage t-shirt collector and he was okay. making fun of people that think they're fly just cause they have a vintage t-shirt and cargo pants on. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, but like, that is the look, you know, people who think they're fly cargo pants, big t-shirt. Oh, she ain't no one messing with me. Mm-hmm. So now what I do when I thrift is I pretty much just go straight cargo pants. Okay. They move, 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 move cargo pants. Nike joggers, like, like if you find tech joggers, those things move. Um, mm-hmm. h- higher denim, like True Religion, Acne Studios, stuff like that moves. Oh, wow. You're, you're finding acne? 
Torres? Yeah, I actually found an acne black pair acne pant jeans that somebody like it said custom by I think it was like Jake or something like that. <laughs> and you know, he put staples in it and like ripped it and then sewed it together. Yeah. And I bought them wow. for like two dollars and ended up selling them for like sixty-five. Yeah. That's a come up. That is I a prob- come up. I probably could have got more out of it, but you know, I- I'm all about the quick flips, you know. Mm-hmm. But, okay. Yeah, you know, okay. you can find cool stuff. Cool stuff. So how many times, like, because I'm assuming because it's like through Poshmart and like third party apps, mm-hmm. like how how often you go into the post office? Um, just about every day. Jeez. Yeah. And then if it's not through there, same thing with the thrifting. Another big thing is the sneakers. So what I used to do for money in high school was clean people's shoes and restore shoes. And I, I find that I, I love it, you know, fi- finding different techniques to clean them. But you know, mm-hmm. with thrifting, you know, I could buy a pair of Air Forces. I'll make them look brand new. Flip that real quick, 40 bucks, you know, mm-hmm. 40, 50 bucks. You bought it for 10 bucks. That's a $30 profit. You know, a lot of people don't think it's a lot, but like, like I was mm-hmm. saying, it adds up when you're doing it a lot. Right. And like what you referenced earlier was you actually enjoy thrifting. Like, oh, do you get that? You get that rush, right? You're like, you hop in into the door and you're just like, all right, game time. What are we looking for? Like exactly. that type of stuff. Okay. I mean, yeah. Cause I used to play basketball and right now I'm in no athletic shape at all. So I will never be doing that again. <laughs> I am fully retired, but like that, that's a place where I can get that like competitiveness because I know like you have to work hard. Like there's trillions of items. You got to look through each one. And, you know, mm-hmm. you, you can't, you can't let it, let it down because there might be 300 t-shirts, 299 of them are going to be nothing. Right. One of them is going to be good. Same thing with the hoodies. Same thing with the pants. Mm-hmm. You guys go to the bags. So don't be afraid to go to the woman's section. Check out the bags over there. Oh, <laughs> look at this nice little Tommy Hilfiger vintage bag. Mm-hmm. You know? But nah, it's, That's it's dope. Yeah. It's super, super fun. And at the same time, like, you know, I'm not the biggest into clothes. Mm-hmm. So I also use it, you know, to get clothes myself and, you know, right. you can find one of a kind things. So, okay. Now my next question for you, um, before we move on with, with it, cause I'm intrigued is, is there a memorable piece that you bought thrifting that you own, that you own, not, not resold, but like that you own. That I own personally. That you own. Yeah. That you own. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say I have, I have a vintage racing tee. It's like a 1998, uh, Dale Earnhardt and just like, it's a black t-shirt but like the fade on it is perfect oh that's amazing i like that okay perfect but just a i i don't want to you know go off one quick not a quick story it's too talk to me very quick talk to me torres talk to me i remember back in the day when i first started thrifting i I wasn't really into dunks i'm not gonna lie i'm a young kid so you know me travis scott brought me to the dunks and i am thankful for that because i never would have been open to the dunk universe without him I remember I saw a pair of uh, orange and, you know, like real tree camo dunks. Okay. Do you know what shoe that is? Enlighten me, Taurus. Enlighten that me. That is the, uh, the, the Reese Forbes. Yeah. You came across Reese Forbes? Not only did I come across it, but I passed on it. Because <laughs> it was like $14.99. So I was like, you know what? It's too much. I'm not going to buy it. Yep. Wow. And that shoe goes for, I don't even want to know. I don't even want to know. I don't even want to know. But it's wow. It's, I, I, I don't want to go down a tangent about it, but like, remember the other day when I showed you the Stussy SB? Yeah. And it's like dead stock now is $2,500. Mm-hmm. Like, that's insane. And you know what kills me, Torres? On the box, it says MSRP 110. Like, yeah. 
No, I mean, hey, you were you you were thinking about buying it, so don't don't look at me. <laughs> I know, I know, it. but but you know what though, and and this is also another good tip: mm-hmm. have sneaker friends to tell you don't do it. Yeah, because no, that's a nice shoe, but the, it just hurts me when like I remember seeing it for like three twenty five. So, stuff like that. Yeah, right? I mean, it's but, still a nice shoe. But one thing, and this isn't part of like, you know, increasing the revenue, but it definitely will save you money in the long run. Don't buy every release. Oh, 100%. I mean, I'm not the best spokesperson for that phrase. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I think I mentioned this earlier, like I think like two episodes ago, but I do have a list of stuff that I want to get in 2021. Mm -hmm. So until I get the first one off the list, then I could move down, you know, the ladder. Yeah, no, Kyle is hilarious with this list because he has one shoe on there that he's, like, really trying to get. But it's, like, he's just so sidetracked. Like, oh, my God, wait, look at this, look at this. And I'm like, Kyle, come on, come on, stay with me. I, I know you want that one shoe. Like, let's just wait. Let's just wait a little bit, and we'll get it. But, uh, yeah, like, no, yeah, no, for sure. But I'm not going to share that shoe just yet because when it does come in the mail, I'm not going to tell Torres. I'll just what? come up on a podcast day and just be like, Torres, look what came in, and see his reaction on video. but you know that will definitely be for a future episode definitely tune into that but torres anything else for the thrifting side because you definitely gave us a lot of information there yeah no i'm just trying to you know just toss it out there if anyone ever has any questions feel free to reach out i I can talk i'm not claiming i'm a master of anything but you know Mm -hmm. i can tell you what i know and it works for me so that's it if if it works if it works and it and it gets revenue to you know get the pairs that you need Hey, I'm for it. I'm totally yeah, for that's it. Like one of the best phrases, the post office, if it fits, it ships. Oh, I love that. <laughs> if it fits, it ships. That's it. If it fits, it ships. I love it. But Torres, I do want to mention a, um, a method actually that I'm using mm-hmm. to um, save money. I started it recently. Okay. And you could use this for sneakers. Um, it's open to anything, to be honest. Like my goal, you know, I'm, my goal this year is not to buy every single pair or, you know, to find older pairs. You know, I do have a list of stuff that I want, but my main goal within, I'd say like this, the next three years is definitely save up for a house. Me and my girlfriend are definitely, um, that's our plan in the future. So I found a way on the internet <laughs> that you can actually save 10 G's in a year. With just putting money to the side. And that's, so, that's a significant amount. It's a lot of money. 10 G's. And if you think about it, right? Three years, 30,000. That's a lot of money. You could do a lot of money with that. Mm-hmm. You know, you could invest it. You know, you could buy a brand new car. You could buy a house. You know, you could do a lot. You could do a lot with that. So what you're going to do is you're going to go to Target or anywhere. And you're going to get um, a box of envelopes. Preferably, we need 100 of them. Okay. So you're going to label each envelope one through 100. All right. And, you know, you're going to put them back in the boxes. You could shuffle it up and everything. Every week, you're going to draw two envelopes. And whatever number is on that envelope, you're going to put the cash inside. And I know people don't, you know, have cash. You know, they don't use cash as much anymore. But if you want to do this method, um, you can, you know, cut up some pieces of paper, put it in a container, one through 100. And then just pick numbers, two numbers every week, and then deposit the money into another savings account. So you don't touch the money. So after, if you go halfway, because it's 25 weeks, if you, to go through all the numbers, if you go, if you go the full 25, it's $5,050 you've saved. That's actually a lot. Like, that's I, a lot of money. 
I'm not good at math, but like thinking about it, like it doesn't seem like it's that difficult, you know, mm-hmm. but it adds up. Yep. And if you save it for the year, it's 10 G's. 10 racks. Yeah. That's and I mean. it's just, and it's just money that you're putting to the side. Like, it's not like you're like actively, you know, um, oh man, I need to save this certain amount. It's no, it's every week. Draw two envelopes, put the money in, put it to the side. And then, you know, if, if you keep doing it and it becomes routine, you'll just think it's part of your day or part of your week. Mm-hmm. So that's one method that I'm doing right now. Now, the next method that I did in college. Oh, I love this. I love this story. Sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> I told Torres this and Torres was like, Kyle, how did you pull this off? Like he's, he was like genuinely intrigued by what happened. So um, my junior year of college, I was taking five classes. Out of the five classes, four of them were in the big lecture halls. So if you're a college student, you know that the big lecture hall classes, about 250 to 300 kids at most. Okay. <laughs> at, at most. most. At most. Get that? <laughs> my bad. My bad. Okay. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll, yep. It's okay. It's okay. But they, it was, it's a very large class. Okay. And the professor is up there lecturing and he's just, you know, going off about the notes. Okay. So I would sit in the front, not because, you know, I'm studious or I want to be the A student. It's because I want to be able to uh, record the notes. So what I did was I went on Amazon at the time and I got a USB mic. So I attached it to um, my iPad and then I was cool with all my professors. They were so nice. And I was like, Hey, the best way that I learn is um, through listening to the teacher. Is it okay if I put this mic up um, by you and record the notes? And he's like, yeah, they're like, yo, that's cool. That's cool, yo, I'm cool with that. Whatever helps you pass this class. So I would just sit and listen in the class and let the iPad take the notes, like the, the recording of it. Then after the class, the record would transcribe the text into a PDF file. So I did this for two weeks and I was like, yo, I kind of, I think I can make money off of this. So by the third week, I looked around the class during, during when the, the lecture was going on. And I looked around the people who were like, you know, those people who are frantically taking notes and the people that are like, yo, can you go back on the slide? Or can you like explain like what you just said? The next class I made friends with them. And I told them, I was like, Hey, um, I have these notes that I'm transcribing and they're exactly what the professor says. Are you interested in them? And they got hyped and he's like, yo, how much are they? How much are they? And then I would charge them $10 for the class for that specific class. And we have class, um, twice a week. So you're making $20 per person. Okay. So as that was going around, some of the people were seeing how I was moving and this woman She was kind of older. I would say like maybe 30s, early 30s, uh, late 20s. And she was just like, I have a question for you. How much for the whole semester? So I was like doing the math and I was like, oh, there's 18 weeks in the semester. How much money, you know, if it's two classes per lecture, this and that. So I told her $400 for the whole semester. You get all the notes transcribed. She was like, oh, Okay, 400. So she would pay me the 400. And then a couple people did that. And keep in mind, like, since I had so many classes in big lecture halls, I was distributing the notes through those different classes. So I was making different clients in different classes. And at the end of the year, I made at least 3,500 just doing that. That's insane. That's so much money. (laughs) 
<laughs> and and keep in mind, Torres, the only thing that I spent money on was the mic and the app that I used on the iPad. Yeah. No, I like it just because like every additional person was simply you got the money for sending one extra email. Exactly. Exactly. Like the most effort I would have done was just to print it because they didn't like email. Like I went to the library mm -hmm. and used like the credits on my card to get it printed for them. So that was pretty much like the only effort I would have to do. But other than that, $3,500 in a semester, like that's your textbooks. If you think about it, that's your textbooks. And, and during that time too, I wasn't spending money on sneakers like that with that money I earned. I was actually trying to live. You know what I mean? Like, I was a college student, you know, we're all college students at one point, like we're on that college diet, like, you know, in New York city, like I wasn't eating healthy. I was eating dollar slices, Taurus. <laughs> Hey, man, that actually sounds really good right now. No, they're delicious. They're depending delicious. where you go. Depending where you go. Two bros, best dollar slice, my opinion. Yeah, you know more than me. I just follow other people, so I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I got to take you there, Torres. I, I love that story just because of the creativity behind it. Mm -hmm. you know, and just to show that there's different. Granted, we're in a different time right now. But mm -hmm. at the time, the guy's a genius. He's like a young Bill Gates. Hey, you know, I just wanted to get to the bag, Torres. And plus, like, you know, people, I think in college, that's when you realize, I think you slowly realize that time is money. Yeah. I, I mean, you, you saw literally a problem and fixed it. Like, why are all these students frantically writing these notes? Like, mm -hmm. crazy. Boom, I'm gonna fix that. And like, I'm like, to be honest, Joe, like one of the guys there, I think like he like grew like muscles in his forearm from writing so quickly <laughs> throughout the semester. And he didn't want to pay. I felt bad. I was like, yo, bro, you good? And he was just like, yeah, man, I'm good. I'm good. I don't need your notes. I was I'm like, good. I'm good. I'm good, <laughs> I'm good man. I'm good. <laughs> Are you sure you're just struggling? Like your left is not like, it's not looking too great, but then your right's looking pretty brolic right now. But nah, but um, yo, that's, that was my creative way. I know it might not work now, but like what Torres touched on, you got to think out the box. Think out the box to go outside get the, the bag. Out, outside, outside the shoebox. Shoe but Torres, I do want to ask, though, I know a lot of people aren't near thrift shops, to touch on what you said earlier. Mm -hmm. Is there other places where you go to generate this revenue? Of course. Okay. There's always a way. Where there's a will, there's a way. Who's will? Always. Kidding. All right. Who's will? But you know, for, for, for that, that, that third round kicker, another thing that I do, right, is essentially similar to the thrifting. I go to different stores, mainly outlets. So this can be anything, you know, Nike outlet, New Balance outlet, H&M, Forever 21, or even stores like Marshalls. You know, I like to buy stuff that's, pretty i don't want to say cheap but like low priced just just in case it doesn't move as quick and you're not taking a big hit but same type of thing you're just looking for pants hoodies t-shirts lower priced items you know and you could also come across shoes like you know marshall's finds you see those accounts online it it's not made up it's real yep and ross ross's inventory ross too, is crazy yes. mm -hmm. you know i remember marshall's i found the uh pair of a uh, hirachis actually the nice kicks pair it's like the the low rider so it has like a it's white with like an iridescent back mm -hmm. pretty cool i remember i saw it on flight club it was the only shoe i could afford so mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah no nah, real nice shoe real nice shoe but at freaking marshall's for like 29.99 okay. but yeah so in terms of that like 
H&M, great place. I know you were telling me about like a rewards thing that they do, right? Yes. Yeah, so um, shout out to my aunt one time because this is the only way that I knew about this um, promo, I guess, that H&M does. I don't shop at H&M, but um, they have an app. Like you can get it through like the iOS store and Android, but they would hand out a coupon that like if you spend a certain amount of money, you get like 15 minutes in the store to grab certain products and whatever you grab within those 15 minutes, you can actually get a discount per item on it. So say for example, the discounts like $5 off that item. So if you bought a jacket for 20, you're going to get it for 15, as long as you get in that 15 minute time frame. So my aunt did it the first time and she's like, why am I running around like a crazy woman around the store? Like she, what she would do is she would walk into the store. She would be, you know, see what's there and she just keep grabbing stuff. And then she would go, go to the cashier and they, then they would activate the coupon. And instead of running around, she already had it there. So the cashier is actually spending the 15 minutes scanning, just scanning. the products. Yeah. So you could see that they saved so much money off of these products. And like, kid you not, they're not resellers. They're just buying this because they wear the products there. Mm-hmm. But you know, if a reseller did this and if there's a market, I don't know, like I said, I'm not familiar with H&M like that. So if there's a market for that, then that's also another revenue stream as well. Yeah, 100%. Like there's just so many different ways to be creative with it, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, same thing with that, that I do. Poshmark, Depop, toss up on there. I know mm-hmm. eBay is a good place for it also. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't speak that language, but I do know a lot of people do that. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, yeah. I do want to say something, Torres. Um, would you would you consider going to a Nike outlet? Like, have you found gems there? I've found great things there. You know, okay. Nike outlet, it, it's insane. But the only thing is, there's always a lot of competition, you know? Yes. It's mm-hmm. almost like you're never there, like, just to scope out. There's always 15 other people doing that. But, mm-hmm. you know, like something I do is I shop for myself. And then if I see anything, I also flip it. So that's, you know, a good thing to do. But at right. Nike, yeah, like, just the other day, I went and I got a pair of, uh, it was like, the the Nike by you Kyrie six, okay. And it came out to like forty bucks, so I was like, "All right, I will take that." But the <laughs> difficult thing is, if you're trying to make some money, don't be keeping everything. <laughs> don't get high on your own supply. Great phrase. That is a fact. Shout out to Biggie. That's a Biggie line. That is a Biggie line. Is it? I have no idea. That is a Biggie line. Yes, that is a Biggie line. Uh-oh. But um, no. So <laughs> I just. You know, I just, when I go into the Nike outlet, and this is one thing crazy I'll add, is I've never seen commotion before in an outlet before until I went to um, the Flushing Nike outlet in Queens. Mm -hmm. That one's like the clearance center, right? It's the clearance center. Now, granted, they got heat. Like, they have gems in there. Like, I remember going there with my boys all the time just because, like, we would, like, get, like, T-shirts or, like, see what's there, like, what's out of season. They would actually have ACG gear, like, 21, like, Nike Lab ACG stuff there for, like, 60% off of the um, market price. And I thought that was dope. If you know ACG, that's the – it gets up there. It gets up there. And also, too, this is the first time I saw this in person was – people actually were waiting by the employee entrance where they like do like the processing of the products. Mm-hmm. And then the, the employees know that there's resellers there. Like they know it's resell heavy. So they don't even put it with the sizes. They just have an empty rack with it and just drop it there. And then the people just like swarm to it as if it's, they're like, you know, like fish when they see the fish food, yeah. it's like that. It's like that. But nah, yo, like I just never seen that before, but definitely Nike has gems. I shop more for myself, but is there any other spots you would suggest to hit up Torres in the outlet? 
Uh, there's Nike, um, Forever Twenty One. Like I got like a, like I think I got like ten, de- like jean jackets. They were five dollars each. Mm. That's easy, like twenty five dollar flip. Um, New Balance. I found a really nice vest there the other day. It was a from the Bodega drop that they did. Okay. Like a Bodega New Balance. I don't know. Was that like a considered like a utility vest? You know it's a utility it? vest. Yeah, I would say it's a utility vest. Mm-hmm. Oh, really nice, really nice. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Torres, I have to have. I definitely have to hit that up because Torres has been telling me a lot of good things about the outlet, and you're not the only person who's told me about like the New Balance outlet that came up. So I definitely got to make a trip out there for that. Yeah, it's just it's just like anything. it's all about reps, you know. You might go once, you might find something, but second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth time, <laughs> you know, you're gonna come across something. It can happen. Exactly. But yeah. Yo, that's, I feel like that's so much knowledge that we put into this episode, like really good knowledge. Like um, you talked about, you know, the sneaker reselling, especially with the Air Jordan 1 mids that you don't really ge- generate enough revenue for it, especially you seeing it in a first hand. Um, we also talk about, you know, getting a side hustle, you know, especially here's another thing too. If you do get a side hustle, be passionate about it. Actually enjoy it. Yeah. I mean, same thing with, with like the thrifting, the outlets, the let go, that stuff I all enjoy like i do that on my off day that's just literally like my therapy it, you know i forget about everything and i just go into my zone and it's super fun you know just driving mm-hmm. around you know i have a nice little rap concert in, in my car as i'm driving <laughs> no i do have the bars just you got saying. bars you i got have bars. The bars i have the bars all right but, oh man yeah, no, just just find something that that's fun for you Mm-hmm. And also got to be creative. You know, there's just so many different opportunities out there right now. And one thing I do want to add, um, it's crazy that I've seen this recently online on IG reels. Like if you scroll through, maybe give it like five minutes or so, you're going to come across like a lot of financial like people that are giving tips mm-hmm. and creative ways like, oh, this is how I ge- uh, generate like additional revenue, like drop shipping, investing, like they give you tips on like how to steer you in the right direction. So if you're into that type of stuff, definitely like look on the IG reels, because I think there's a lot of good stuff out there besides all the dancing and all like that other (laughs) stuff that happens. But I've been seeing that a lot on my on my part, but definitely get creative with it. That's also the biggest thing and outlets. If you don't got the thrift shops. Yeah, outlets, thrift shops, offer up Mm -hmm. bread and butter. Mm-hmm. And hopefully these ideas give you, you know, the spark and the inspiration to push you to get additional revenue mm-hmm. so that, you know, you don't have to touch that, that um, revenue that you're making at your nine to five at your regular job. So exactly. you can use that for other, you know, necessities in life. Mm-hmm. Like you could use that for, you know, for saving up for something big, like a car or, you know, a house or like a gift at the end of the year for like, you know, your loved ones, you know, those are just some suggestions, but you know, using these ways can definitely help you get that revenue. Yeah. hundred percent. And like I was saying before, if you have any questions, I'm always here. You can reach out to our Instagram at double Nod podcast. Oh, you already know. And I know we're going to be dropping a lot of content on that Instagram. So please give us a follow um, if you haven't already. But if you have, you probably saw the graphics that we put up for the previous episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So we're going to we're going to drop a lot of different, um, you know, different aspects of Double Knotted. So we're always going to put out something new. But um, let us know if in the comments, let us know through DM if you use these ways. Or if we miss something, if we miss something, please let us know. Cause then we want to try it. hundred percent, hundred percent. I can always take another, another, uh, leg to my stool. 
Yeah. Like that's like a financial thing, right? It's, it's a financial thing. thing. Okay. Yeah, like a three it's not nomenclature. Thing. It's not nomenclature. No, nomenclature, binomial nomenclature. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. Oh, man. But this is the episode. I'm your host, Colin Riquez. I am Anthony Torres. We'll catch you guys soon. Peace. Peace.